the name of Jesus, amen. Our Lenten theme, as you might be reminded this year, is taking a look at all of the readings found in the Easter Vigil service, which we are introducing the Saturday before Easter this year. Today you hear about a very familiar story of Noah and the ark. When you think about it, we take water for granted. But as we heard last week, God made water to give to the plants and the animals and for you and me to drink. Today we're just used to turning on the faucet and having running water, but in many places throughout the world, clean, fresh water is really scarce and it's precious. I did my vicarage in Yuma, Arizona, the hottest city in the country, except in the winter. It was nice there. Yuma sits, it's that little tail at the end of Arizona that sticks into Southern California. And Yuma is where you find the coming together of the Gila River and the Colorado River. It's where the Colorado River ends. As I was driving to my vicarage church to go on vicarage, my supervisor told me that when you hit Yila Bend, Arizona, stop and get gas and make sure you have at least six gallons of water in your car. He said the last little bit is about 150 miles and it's a very desolate portion of the interstate and if you break down, you will sit there for a while. It is August, and if you don't have that much water, you could very well die. Water is a very precious thing. Even in Yuma, with the end of the Colorado River happening down there, the water was a salt water because it had gone all through the Grand Canyon and everything else. Yuma actually has the largest desalinization plant in the country because all they have is salt water down there. But without pure, fresh, clean water, we don't last. Both life and death come through water. Water can save you and water can kill you. And with the Lord, sometimes in the Bible, it's both. There's both death and life through the water. Today we heard about Noah and the ark. If you go to my house, to my youngest daughter's bedroom, you will see a cute little rendering of Noah and the ark. There's the nice boat, there's Noah and all the animals floating along, and there is the rainbow on that as well. I don't know where this whole idea of putting these things in our children's bedrooms came about, but when you really think about Noah and the flood, it's a terrifying event. I think now if I was older as a child and I actually looked at this and knew this, I'd be kind of scared to have this sitting in my bedroom. The flood brought about tremendous death and destruction. Think about it. Every living person, minus the eight people in the ark, drowned. And when bodies drown, they float. Every animal, apart from that which God called into it, every little creeping thing, that means every little bug, every little gnat, every living animal died too. And when they die, they float. It's not as if Noah and his family are out on the sea saying, oh, it's a wonderful day to take a cruise. 
they are seeing death floating around them on every little aspect of the waters. Noah, his three sons, and their wives are on the ark, and yet the flood was a good thing for his family. The Lord used the flood to cleanse the world, to wash it clean from sinful people. God wiped out evil in the world with one mighty flood. That flood brought about death to many, but to life to Noah and to his family. As we just heard, water brings about death and life. For you and me, we are surrounded by evil on every side, and it's not just the evil of the world around you. It's not just those other people out there that we need to worry about. It's inside of you, it's inside of me, and it's part of you. You are born with it. Evil, deep down in your heart. In sin did my mother conceive me. Jesus says of every human being today, all out of the heart of man comes evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sensuality, envy, slander, pride, foolishness, and these evil things come from within you, and they make you and me unclean. Just like the flood, the only way to get rid of this evil is to drown it, to put it to death, and that's what happened right there in your baptism. In your baptism is where your old sinful nature was drowned. Here it was put to death. Your old Adam, as Scripture said, is nailed to the cross to die with Jesus. And those waters of baptism don't just bring about death, they also bring about life. In the resurrection, you are resurrected with Christ. You are a new person living in the newness of life. There in baptism is your empty tomb. There is the mountain that Noah and his family found land on, Mount Ararat. There is where God extends to you the olive branch of his peace to you and to me. Noah stepped out into a clean world, a new world, and at the baptismal font, you do the same each and every day. Jesus rose from the dead by pointing us to all of the benefits and blessings of baptism, not to just say this is a one-time thing, but to live it out in your life in and through you. I know it looks like a little bowl of water. How can clean water do such great things? But just like you might take a bath or a shower every day, your baptism cleanses your heart each and every day. This is the water that gives you new life, the kind of life that lasts forever. But it's not the water in and it's of itself. There's nothing special about that water. We don't import that water from Jerusalem. It's Arkansas Little Rock tap water. Same water to use to wash your hands and dishes, to make coffee and to wash your car. It doesn't matter if the water comes from Lake Maumel, the Arkansas River, or the Jordan River. It's the word of God's covenant and promise to you in your baptism. Faith which trusts the word of God that makes this water special, that makes this water different from any other water in the world. With the water, that water there kills even the biggest of sins with just a few drops 
with the word of God, this water gives life and life that lasts forever. But I think there's another element of the story of the flood that maybe you've never thought of. In the flood, we hear how the world was cleansed. We hear how Noah's life was at peace and his family's life at peace. But that didn't mean that they simply carried on with life as perfect, holy, and clean people. Shortly after Noah and his family go out on the dry land, they build an altar and they make a sacrifice to God. And Noah gets rip-roaring inebriated with wine. So inebriated that he walks out of his tent naked. And Shem, Ham, and Japheth have to bring about a, a, a blanket to cover him and to take him back in. That doesn't mean after your baptism you can do the same thing. I'm not saying that. But in the midst of seeing all the death and destruction, in the midst of being reminded of all of this, Noah went back to his sinful nature. And yet God still worked in and through him. Even after our baptism, we go back to our sinful nature, but we are always reminded that Christ wraps us in the robe of his righteousness that covers all of our sin. But there's one more aspect I want you to think about with Noah and the ark. What does God put into the sky after the flood? A rainbow. It's a lovely part of the little rendering in my daughter's bedroom. You and I love to see the rainbow in the sky after it's rained and the sun is shining on the water in the sky. But that rainbow is not just simply a sign of peace. Literally in the Hebrew, God says that he will place his battle bow in the sky. That rainbow was God's bow used to fight against you and me in our sin. And where is that bow now pointed? It's pointed away from us. God says that he is no longer now at enmity with you. He is no longer angry with you. He is no longer going to leave you in your sins. He's no longer at war with you because he has turned his battle bow, that's literally what it says, his battle bow into the sky away from you. So yes, when you see that rainbow the next time, think of it in terms of archery. And think about where God has pointed his arrows of destruction away from us. Even as we lay in the dust and ashes forever, we are promised that not, this not happens forever with us, but your body will be made new on the last day in the new creation. On that day, the Lord will make all of creation. He will restore paradise for you and for me. He will never flood this earth again. And this is never the end for us with water. Water brings your life, but water can also bring your death. But through that death, God is no longer at enmity with you, 
He loves you. He forgives you. He washes you clean so that he may on the last day present you holy, innocent, righteous, and blameless in the sight of God. Thanks be to God for the gift of water. To Christ alone be the glory forever and ever. Amen. We rise and confess our faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and of all things visible and invisible, and in one Lord Jesus Christ, the only begotten Son of God, begotten of his Father before all worlds, God of God, light of light, very God of very God, begotten not made, being of one substance with the Father, by whom all things were made, who for us men and for our salvation came down from heaven and was incarnate by the Holy Spirit of the Virgin Mary and was made man and was crucified also for us under Pontius Pilate. He suffered and was buried, and the third day he rose again, according to the scriptures, and ascended into heaven, and sits at the right hand of the Father. And he will come again with glory to judge both the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. And I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Lord and giver of life, who proceeds from the Father and the Son, And I look for the resurrection of the dead and the life of the world to come. Let us pray for the whole people of God in Christ Jesus and for all people according to their needs. Almighty God, our Heavenly Father, you have given us the gift of life through the gift of water. Help us to treasure what you have done not only in our past, but you continue to do today and in the future with the gift of the waters of holy baptism. Through that great and wonderful gift, we die to our sin and rise to the newness of life in your Son. Help us to always treasure this each and every day that you've granted to us, knowing that by these promises of baptism, we are now saved. Lord, in your mercy. O Lord, your Son trampled the serpent underfoot and freed us from sin and death by his own death and cross. Protect and preserve us each and every day with the promise and the covenant you have given to us in your Son, his crucifixion, and his resurrection. During this Lenten season, let us always be reminded that he has set before us this place to hear your word, to receive your supper, and to receive and be strengthened in the promise of faith given to us, where we know that you will never leave us or forsake us. Lord, in your mercy. We ask, Lord, that you would be with all of those in authority over us, that they may look upon you and your will according to your word, that we may continue to live out our lives in peace and quietness as your redeemed and baptized people. Where they have gone astray from your laws and from your word, we ask that you would bring them about to repentance, that they may acknowledge you as the only source of authority and power, both in heaven and on earth. Lord, in your mercy. Almighty God, through Noah and his family, you destroyed the powers of evil in the flood, but thereby saved eight souls and all in the ark that you provided for them. 
Help us to always find comfort and uh, relief in this, your church, which is the Ark of the Covenant given to us today, whereby we come in from this evil world to receive your Son's gift of saving through his blood cleansing us. Lord, in your mercy. Heavenly Father, as we partake of this meal that you have given us today, strengthen us in our faith in you and in our fervent love toward one another, knowing that as we once again receive your body and blood of Christ, not only is it for the forgiveness of sins, but it is for the strengthening of our faith as we continue on in our pilgrimage in this world of evil. Continue to keep the doors of this your ark open to all people, that they may continue to receive the same word and grace that we rejoice in today. All this and whatever else you know that we need, we ask through the precious name of Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly good, right, and salutary that we should at all times and in all places give thanks to you, Holy Lord, Almighty Father, everlasting God, through Jesus Christ our Lord, who overcame the assaults of the devil and gave his life as a ransom for many, that with cleansed hearts we might be prepared joyfully to celebrate the Paschal Feast in sincerity and truth. Therefore, with angels and archangels and with all the company of heaven, we laud and magnify your glorious name, evermore praising you and saying, Holy, holy, holy Lord, God of power and might, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna, Hosanna, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Lord, remember us in your kingdom and teach us to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Lord Jesus Christ, on the night in which he was betrayed, took bread And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is given for you, this do in remembrance of me. In the same way also he took the cup after supper, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, saying, Drink of it, all of you. This cup is the New Testament in my blood, which is shed for you for the forgiveness of all of your sins. This do as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Lamb of God, you take away the sin of the world. Have mercy on us. 